When you're alive, life can be fun. Go to the forest where the shadows do run. They're coming soon. They can hear you. something extra for 31 nights of halloween which we are so fucking excited about we really are we're loving all of this extra content hoping that you are too so over on patreon i do i survived because carrie that gives her too much anxiety to like have to watch it and everything like it gives her too much anxiety to have to listen to me explain it but what else it's too intense it is it's like it's too fucking intense (laughs) That's the only way I can explain it. I'm like, when you're telling the story, I'm like, I need you to hurry up and tell this to me because I have to know. Because yeah. I, I have to know. So I say that to say I was researching for a more spooky, I survived and everything. And I came across Haunted Lives, True Ghost Stories. Now this I'm here for. Yeah, right. All right, y'all. So this is original air date. May 15th, 1991. What in the Unsolved Mysteries? (laughs) This episode is called Ghost R Us slash Legend of Kate Morgan slash School Spirit. And guess which one we're doing? School Spirit. L-E-T-S-G-O. Let's go. Let's go. So now that Carrie has given us that cheer and we are going to live our best life, we're going to L-E-T-S-G-O it. We're going to get into this awesome freaking story. So like I said, I was going to do this for our bonus thing on Patreon. I survived. We like recap it and insert clips in there. Well, when I was watching this, because it's on YouTube, y'all, I will link because it's amazing. It was just a lot of reenactment. And so, not a lot of, like, clips. So, yeah. But, lo and behold, I did not know they have some clips at the end. So, we're going to insert those at the end. So, Antissa, patient. Reaching out from the world that lies beyond, they glide through the portals of our imagination. They shouldn't even exist, yet they've been seen appearing in the wink of an eye and vanishing of a heartbeat. Where they come from, what they want, only they know. They are beyond life, beyond death, to some of us beyond belief. But you are about to meet ordinary men and women who claim to have witnessed them, walked with them, even embraced them. Ordinary people who tell true stories of haunted lives. Picture it. Austin, Texas, 1990. It's fall, so it's like the same time as it is now. 
And this story centers around Metz Elementary School. It was built in 1915, but now it's basically a slew of safety hazards. So the school district hired a family-owned business called Torres Trucking and Excavation to demolish it and rebuild. So they basically came in like a fucking wrecking ball. That is, until the paranormal activity began and everything soon came to a halt. So, it's a family business. Like I said, Joe, the dad, is the leader. And then his two sons work with him. Then they have several subcontractors. One of the sons, he was walking with one of the workers in the hall, just doing their routine checks before they begin the demolition. All of a sudden, they hear children's laughter. Well, they're like, skirt, did you just hear that? Kids aren't supposed to be here. Right. Well, they're like, all right, these kids are probably playing hide and seek, some shit, and they need to tell them, move, bitch, get out the way. Get out the way, bitch, get out the way. Thank you. You're welcome. They proceed to walk down the halls trying to find the source of the giggling, but they can't ever pin down an area that it's coming from. However, they walk by a classroom and the laughter fades, but a new sound takes its place. It's as if someone is writing on the chalkboard. So they enter the room thinking that the kids are in there, but it's completely empty. So the son is like, let me go get my dad because WTF, if someone's in here and they start demoing and they get injured, there goes the family business, you know, all the shit. And, you know, the whole kids thing. Yeah. Safety first, people. So, cut to another worker stomping around the hall like, what are you kids doing? You know, like, he's mm-hmm. he's ready to fucking start demo and he's got some aggression to take out. Like, let's do it. Bills to pay. You can't be holding us up, kids. Right. Because he has heard something, too, but he's in a different area than where Joe's son and the other co-worker were. While he's stomping around, he sees in the hall there's this door that's closed. So he swings it open and enters it, and it turns out to be a bathroom. And he looks at the mirror on the wall in front of him, and he sees a young boy behind him. He turns on his heels, ready to fucking scold the kid, but no one's there. He turns around to look back at the mirror, and it's just his reflection. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the creepy kid behind me? Oh, fuck. I mean, help a sister out. Right? This guy is fucking spooked now. He takes off down the hall, away from the bathroom, but when he's fleeing the school, he hears kids doing some math problems and shit. Like, it's like, two plus two is four. Three times seven is 24. Is that right? Nope, definitely not. Fuck. 21. 21, fuck. Three times eight. Well, he turns around and he's like, those motherfuckers can't even do fucking math. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) He apprehensively enters the classroom where the children's voices are coming from. And again, there's no one. But he hears the chalk writing, turns to look at the board, and now there's writing on there. And it says, are you still here, man? What? Uh Uh-huh. I was expecting like a get out. Mm Mm-mm. You can't sit here. (laughs) They're kids. From Forrest Gump. Oh. And as he's reading it, 
the chalk basically falls from midair like it was being used and then lands back on the ledge. What in the Matilda is going on here? Right? Well, he's like, boy, bye. Now we cut to Joe, the leader of the pack. Eh, vroom, vroom. Y'all get that reference? So now Joe's son and this worker, they're all up in Joe's face being like, I'm not going back in there. Oh, my God. Something's in there. I'm telling you there's something in there. And, like, they're both saying it. Both had completely different experiences, different parts of the school. Well, Joe is like, the fuck y'all talking about? Nothing supernatural up in here. Let's get ready to tear this mother down. Like, literally, on the show, he says, tear this mother down. Stop it. No. No. Signals for a guy to start the bulldozer, and it cranks. And then it stalls. Cranks, then stalls. And then smokes. So he's like, okay, so-and-so, you start the other machinery that I should know the name of, but I don't. You start that. Well, he starts it, and it goes. So Joe's like, yeah, boy. Uh, What? Does he really say that, too? No. (laughs) No. I didn't think he was Flavor Flav, but. (laughs) No. (laughs) He also said, tear that mother down. So he could have said, yeah, boy. Right, I know. But, yeah, so he's like, yeah, what? Because it stops suddenly and won't crank back up. Five different pieces of heavy machinery just stopped working on that day. And they were all inspected by mechanics. They couldn't find anything wrong with them or whatever. So it's like, uh, they should be working fine. But they're not. Now they're all standing there scratching their heads, wondering what the Wreck-It Ralph is going on here. Just then, they hear some workers nearby screaming for help. There's one on the roof and one on a ladder that's leaned against the side of the school. The ladder is shaking or vibrating, whatever you want to say. Like, it's shaking. So violently that it takes four of the men to hold it steady so they can get down. Y'all. The ladder in the show is basically doing a pee-pee dance. (laughs) And I fucking cried laughing at it. Like, this too much. Like, legit. I swear to God, these graphics, y'all, it had to be someone in a green like suit where you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. they can't be seen but they were like like boogity boogity on the fucking ladder riddle me this though if they are cranking the machinery to bulldoze this bitch down why is somebody on the roof and on a ladder on the fucking building they're about to bulldoze I have no idea they might be salvaging some shit but I feel like you do that you get everyone out and then you take the machinery and start knocking shit down I mean I'm no contractor (laughs) Well, I feel like that's like safety 101. Well, it is a big school and they were like on one side and then they hear, help, help on the other wing. I I don't, I still think it's a thing. Oh, I'm sure. But I'm just saying this is 1991. Girl, I am telling you this too much, as you like to say. Yeah, I'm still in your line. All right. So the ladder is shake, rattle, rolling. And Joe's son looks over to the windows of the building and there's all these kids in the window and they're giggling like motherfuckers. And so he's like, look, Joe turns, sees them, and then poof, they're gone. 
up and vanished like a fart in the wind. (laughs) There were other things that happened too, like his supervisor's watch stopped working every time he stepped onto the property. Just like random shit like that. Fast forward a little bit later and a local newspaper had picked up the story about the activity going on. And there was this lady named Elaine Ireland. She reached out to Joe and told him that she was a psychic and that she could help. So she came, did a walkthrough of the school, and all the guys are pretty skeptical. However, some of the workers had started missing work because they were scared of all the activity. So Joe's at, you know, the end of his rope. Like, he's got to do something. They're behind schedule. People aren't showing up. Like, what do I do? Okay, sure. You're you're saying you're a psychic and you want to help. It's free. Perfect. Come on. So on their walkthrough, the psychic lady, she's like, the children are all happy. They're sweet spirits. And they didn't want to harm the men. They just wanted them to leave. This was their home. They were fed, sheltered, loved at this school. And so it was their safe haven. And when they were here, it was like war going on and all of this stuff. So some of these children might have been abused at home or neglected or whatever. And so this school was their happy place. Oh my gosh. I know. And so it's like you're tearing their home down. One, I just want to say this parallels to... Wildlife, and all I can think about is Fern Gully, because apparently that's the only one that I know. But you know, like mm-hmm. how... Well, no, because I've never seen Fern Gully, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but I was like, oh, gosh. Well, Joe's like, that's all sad, Sarah McLaughlin, but I was hired for a fucking job, and I gotta do it. Well, then he got this community religious leader. That's what they said on the thing. A community religious leader. And I think this person was from Casa Guadalupe Catholic Center to come and perform an exorcism. So it seemed to work. Things were going smoothly again. But just that afternoon, Joe said that they were beginning to make up some lost time. Like, shit's going perfect. Let's do it. Until? Uh Uh-huh. However, dot, 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 one guy is thinking, oh, fuck. Are the children back or am I having a fucking heat stroke? Because he was outside and heard giggling and felt something weird around him. And he was hauling shit outside. So he's like, oh, fuck. Burst into the office and he told Joe, I'm not going back inside that school because I feel like something bad is going to happen. But Joe's a businessman and he's like, get your butt back in there or you don't get paid. You check it. So the guy is now being plagued by these voices and shit. He's shaking like a leaf, but he's going to start sledgehammering a wall. All of a sudden, the giggling started and boom, the wall basically attacked him. What? It was like a bomb went off. So instead of falling inward when he like was sledgehammering it, it fell on top of him. Hmm. So it like, you know. Blew on top of him, and he was killed. What? Yes. Now, how the fuck did Joe explain that? Right. He was like, oh, Lord, Uh, pay no attention to the man who's uh, dead over here. Uh, Keep doing work, because y'all got to (laughs) work. They're like OSHA thing of days since an injury. Oh, fuck. Turn that back to zero. Right? Oh, my God. There goes all y'all safety bonuses. Shit. 
at the time of the episode, all that was left was a vacant lot. They got it demolished, but they were not able to finish it, you know, to rebuild it. However, Joe was still like a skeptical, cool dude. And he dug up a tree from that land and planted it in his daughter's yard. So, you know, several days later, mm-hmm. his son-in-law, like, beep, boop, 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 boop. He was in a hurry. That's why that was real fast. That was not how a phone says. <laughs> he was like, um, Joe, I hear children's laughter and voices and it's like happy singing, like sing-songy kind of shit coming from around that tree. Mm-mm. Well, I was never one to, to believe in ghosts or spirits. But uh, since I got reports and and my equipment went down and uh, my superintendent's wife stopped and his pickup wouldn't run and walls falling the wrong way, and my son bringing it to my attention that they've heard and felt and experienced some noises in there, and uh, uh, I began to think otherwise. When I was downstairs to working in a restroom between two walls, two narrow walls, um, cutting pipes, a cold breeze went through me, and it's kind of scared me for a while. You know, my brothers here sweating, and I'm up here getting all cold. They both got me there thinking about, are there really ghosts in here or not? And uh, that still runs in my mind now, and uh, I'm just, I don't know what to believe anymore. There was a sadness that last time I was there. Um, I think we trampled where we didn't belong without their permission. These children demanded attention, and they certainly got it, these spirits. There are at least 20 new believers and people with new respect for the spirit world. They're planning to build a new school there, of course, and I I, I just wish them luck. I hope they don't go through the same experience that I did, and and, uh, I just hope they have better luck than I did. Okay, fast forward. And the school was eventually rebuilt. Okay. Apparently, it's still haunted. Damn. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I did a little research, and there's a podcast that's local to Austin. And our friends, the Golden Ghouls, Mm -hmm. they are on it sometimes, but it's called the Night Owl Podcast. Mm -hmm. But they have an episode about Metz Elementary. He actually interviews some teachers and stuff who have had experiences at that place. And actually, he interviews Elaine, the psychic lady. Mm. And they go back and do, like, their own walkthrough. I will say about the the guy who died, mm-hmm. she said that this episode, like, dramatized it, where instead of it, like, blowing back on him and then he died, it was, like, a wall kind of collapsed not Mm. like you know like a big explosion yeah but y'all the cheese factor in this episode was everything so whatever happened to the tree did they leave it at the house did they i don't know i couldn't find anything about that well damn yep but um let's just say if y'all have some weird ass experiences maybe not dig something up from the earth Mm-hmm. To go plant it at your loved one's house. Mm-hmm. Leave laughing children where they laugh. Exactly. And they do math. Good one. Thank you. All right, y'all. Hope y'all enjoyed this bonus episode in our 31 Nights of Halloween. 
Hopefully y'all are enjoying October to the max. And I mean, hello, ghost, schools, what's scarier? Math. Fuck. You right. So y'all remember. Creep it real and and don't don't get scared. scared.